This week's episode is all about books, um, in particular self-help books. Uh, I was joined by our PRO and literally queen of keeping everyone on track, Amy Carroll, for this episode. And you know what? It's a great chat. Like we had so much fun doing it. So I hope you guys enjoy it and hopefully you will gain something from it because we talk about a good few books and I can guarantee you there'll definitely be a part two to this because we can talk for Ireland, both of us. So hope you guys enjoy the podcast. Here it is. Uh, so today me and Amy are going to talk about just like our favourite books um, that we've read in the last while. All to do with like self-development and like non-fiction genre if we're going to get into things. Um, it's all to do with like, I guess just improving yourself and like just improving like your life. Like and we do that through reading. So welcome Amy to the podcast. Hey Molly, <laughs> how are you? <laughs> Amy is our PRO and basically all around queen of like keeping myself and Liz in check oh, when, there's things, <laughs> when there's things to be done so um Amy's obviously on our magazine team and Amy what are your favorite books or that you're going to talk about today right so I've brought two books and the reason I chose these two was because I chose one that I think is really good if you're just getting into reading this kind of thing and then the second one is way more like in depth like there's way more to it so you'd want to be kind of into reading these kind of books so I kind of chose one for beginners and one for people that are into self-help books already so I've chosen The Mastery of Love which is a super easy um little book that just oh it changed my life it's so sweet and Awaken the Giant Within by Tony Robbins which is a bit bigger but the lessons in it are just so good um so yeah those are the two I went with uh what have you brought um, so the one I'm reading currently at the moment is Men Are From Mars, Women Are From Venus. Um, so I brought that because I'm not finished it yet, but I do want to talk about it because I actually think it's very helpful. And I also brought The Power Now because, like you said, Amy, like I just think, th- thought I would bring books that are like, that I found would be like easily accessible yeah. for people who are maybe just kind of getting into this. Brilliant. So I think The Power of Now is like kind of um, one that you should definitely kind of read if this is something that interests you and the go-to first book I think of like starting like your self-help journey or like your self-love journey or whatever um as cringy as it sounds is like good vibes good life yeah now, I only read yeah I literally I only read it recently and I wish I read it like a year ago oh it's or, like, so easy like, to read isn't it it's lovely it's such, a, it's such a good book I think I read it in like two or three days yeah. like because it was just so handy but um the way you were mentioning there the awaken the giant within I actually picked that up in Easton's the last day and Amy like that book is massive it's massive yeah I know that's why I said I'll have to get a, like a starter one with it because it is huge like but it's so big and the writing is so small but like everyone talks about it like but like that turned me off because I was like there's no way I'll finish it yeah but I was like so like what's it about right so Awaken the Giant Within it's so good like it did it took me a while to read it I won't lie like you'd kind of have to be in the flow of reading to get into it. Like you'd want to read a few short books before it just to get you in the mood kind of a thing. But it's so good. It talks about um, basically just how to master your life. Like it talks about the importance of like decisions. And he says a quote in it that I like is he says, I believe that it's in your moments of decision that your destiny is shaped. And he Mm. tells you how to make like basically how to make decisions like the difference between being interested in something and being committed to it, basically. Um, yeah, he says three decisions control your destiny. 
what you focus on, what things mean to you and what you do to create the results you desire. And he just kind of talks you through each of those things. And I just found it really helped me build positive habits. Um, something that really stuck with me in that book is he talks about what you link with pain and what you link with pleasure and that that controls your life because your instincts kind of control your subconscious, if you get me. So yeah. what you link with pain and what you link with pleasure um, dictates what you do in your day-to-day life. Like say if you say, oh, I hate working out, like it makes me feel tired, you link up with pain, you're not going to do it. Whereas if you say, you link up with pleasure, you know, you say, oh, I like working out because it makes me feel energized and it's good for my yeah. heart. Um, then you'll link up with pleasure and you're much more likely to do it. So he talks a lot about beliefs, about decisions um, and about pain and pleasure. And the pain and pleasure really stuck with me. Like that really helped me to do some of the things that I had been putting off. Um, it's yeah. just about changing your belief systems. So it is really good, but it is it is big. Like, you know, you have yeah. to be in the mood to read a book, to read it. But I would recommend it if you are already into self-help books. Yeah, I was because I was actually thinking of buying it because I I think did you have it up on your story or something? But I've like, seen other people. I I've seen other people talk about it as well. It's actually on my book list, which is the length of my yeah. arm to to read. And I was just like, oh, I saw it, and I was like, absolutely not a hope. And it wasn't like those books kind of like they don't. I don't. I don't. We'll say I wouldn't get scared of a book that size, but I'd be like, I don't have the time to actually. Yeah. This book. No, it took but a while. But I feel like with self-help books like um or like just books like that, it's so easy to like read a chapter, put it down and like come back to it. I find that like if I'm reading, I can read like a fiction book as well as like a self-help book or like, you know, yeah. something like that because like they're completely different. And it's almost like you're learning when you're reading self-help books. Oh, definitely. Like they, definitely. Your fiction books are like your escape. You know, like you can like yeah. go into different words. No, I love that. Fiction. Yeah. Um, but the one thing about it is though like it is kind of the chapters are kind of on different topics so you could easily like pick it up and read one kind of section and you could leave it down for a couple of weeks and pick it back up again you know so it yeah. is the type of thing that you have to read in one go like it's the kind of thing that you can pick up and put down kind of as you want so I suppose that's the good thing about it you know it makes it a bit less daunting to start such a big book very good i definitely now will go out and buy it now i've been paid <laughs> this week so i can go out and buy it um and the other book you brought is more for like is more accessible for like oh yeah just kind of starting 100 this guy's books are great um it's the mastery of love by don miguel ruiz i've read a couple of his books now but this was the first one i read and oh my god it's just so lovely like it just feels like the oh. book is giving you a hug like it's really oh, comforting so nice. yeah <laughs> and it's so easy to read like you could you could sit down and read it in one sitting if you committed to it um it's so so lovely it talks about emotional wounds and it talks about like unless you read the book it's hard to describe but it talks yeah. about that we have emotional poison inside our own emotional wounds which is like you know our experiences that have hurt us and you know we hold hate or anger about these things inside of us and then we transfer this emotional poison he calls it to other people um, and it it's just so true. it helps you understand why some people can be nasty you know so it helps you understand why some people can seem so full of hate and they can seem so nasty and it helps you have empathy for them you know and, exactly, and, and yeah. it also it kind of helps you have perspective on like toxic relationships toxic friendships you know you're transferring your emotional poison back and forward from each other kind of a thing and it tells and you like, yeah 
that that's something like everyone can relate to like everyone has oh, had 100%. someone in their life that like has probably really upset them mm-hmm. and like there's probably been you've probably like not saying you in general but like the you know like everyone in general, everyone yeah um, has probably been someone like a, you know toxic to someone else exactly at some point. no we all have we can all exactly so like you can look like at yourself would... lo- reading the book you can look at yourself and you can kind of you can forgive yourself for how you've acted in exactly, the past yeah. as well yeah 100 like percent. like probably most people listen to this can relate to that in some way oh yeah and, like I feel like even after like friendship like breakups or like relationship breakdowns or like whatever like I feel like it's very easy to hold like resentment towards the person yeah that like you're no longer like with or no longer friends with because it's like oh my god like they hurt me so much but like if you tear like if you take it back like it's like actually no I'm feeling like this because someone actually hurt me like in my childhood or something exactly I'm reflecting it on yeah to them like whereas like if you dealt with like what you actually had in the past like you would actually be so much more secure to be like okay that relationship didn't work so you put it down or like that friendship didn't work because we're actually just two different people like there's nothing to do with exactly molly like you hit me on the head it is so good for that and i think because it's called the mastery of love some people are put off because they think it's like a relationship book but it's it's absolutely not like there's you can use it in your friendships in your family relationships um, it talks about self-love. There's a chapter called The Magical Kitchen, which is about self-love. And oh, it's just so lovely. It's such a lovely yeah. book. You know, it just it feels like the author is giving you a hug. It's so easy to read. It's so short. The writing's big. Like, it's not intimidating at all. But there's some really lovely messages from it that I just think you'll just take with you your whole life. Like, I read oh. this about a year ago and I still think about it. I'll probably reread it after this podcast because I'm thinking yeah. about it now and it's just so <laughs> lovely. I couldn't recommend it enough. That's lovely, Amy. I, I love that. I must read that now as well because, like I said before, um, I've seen so many people talk about it. It's just book list. Yeah. So I have so many books on the go at the moment. Like, I'm literally... There was one day about two weeks ago that I was actually reading four different books and I was like, this is ridiculous. I, I like, know. I read so I many can. at the same time as well. And then I get them mixed up and then I wonder why, like, I'm confused as to what happened in what book. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. But anyway... I think keeping along the lines of like, um, we'll say like starting off, if you're starting off reading, like we'll say nonfiction books or like self-help books or like just books like to make you like to enhance your life. I feel like sometimes they can be, it can be a bit overwhelming. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Like, the math, like, because I know before, like I used to, I used to stay clear of nonfiction. Like it, mm. it was literally like the plague. I'd be like, absolutely not. I was like, that's not why I read. But then like once I started, it was kind of like last summer that I was like, okay, like, everyone seems to be talking about this book I think it was The Secret actually was the first oh, one very I ever good. read and I was just like okay feck it like I'll give it a go I'm sure I haven't looked back since but I think Good Vibes Good Life by Vex Kane like Amy you've read oh, this it's, book as well it's so good it's a perfect beginner book because it has a bit of everything Literally. yeah it like it covers everything that you could possibly want it to cover but it's all really brief oh sorry well, something happened there sorry. I don't know what it was <laughs> Well, that's fine um but it's literally so it's like it scans over everything like it's and then like I feel like after like you read good vibes good life you can kind of like go into like okay I want to read more about this and then find a book that like is associated to maybe like I don't know just for an example in the book it's like not caring what other people think like or just doing you like that's like one chapter two chapters in good vibes good life so if you want to like focus more on that you could find a book that's like more in depth about it because I feel like good vibes good life just literally scans through 
kind of every aspect of like self-help or like things that might be you know holding you back or like that aren't enhancing yeah your life. definitely like, like it, it covers everything in like like literally some of the p- chapters are like four pages so like you could literally, literally commit like, to reading a chapter yeah. a day of that book and it would be so easy and you'd probably end up reading two three four five chapters while you're at it but if you just committed to a chapter a day of good vibes good life it's like three pages some of the chapters like such good messages yeah. in like such a little book it is and it's actually quite pretty as well like it's there's like a lot of pages in it that just have yeah. like quotes on it that are like so pretty it's it's actually a gorgeous book like I'm literally just flicking through my copy now and I'm just looking I have a load of like little bits highlighted and just and it's kind of stuff that you already know yeah in that kind of way but it's like it's just it's like it's putting it into words for you and it makes so much sense it's like okay that actually you know I act you know we'll say even like stuff like this just take this podcast for example yeah um you could be like thinking oh my god like what are people going to think of me and Amy talking about a, a <laughs> podcast about books like people are going to be like oh Lisa, yeah like you know what I mean and it's just like a chapter on like why do you care and it just it just makes so much sense because you're like why yeah, do I care exactly it just makes you think you know it is it's so true and then the other book that I bought was for today was the power now yeah lovely cool. I read that as well um I think I think Amy you'll agree like it's based it's quite a simple book it can be it can be wordy yeah. in parts as in like that you like you have to read like maybe a paragraph again but it's basically all to do with living in the present moment which I feel like at the moment is very relevant it's relevant all the time but especially during lockdown um it's very easy to get stuck in like the past thinking like oh things used to be so yeah. great and then thinking about the future like when will things get better but it's all about just present moment and just being happy in the moment right now and like not focusing your thoughts on the past or on the future which you would be so surprised how often some of us live our like, entire lives in the past and the future and not in the present at all it's actually only since the first lockdown I read the power now in the first lockdown and it's only since then that every now and then I kind of stop and I'm like Oh my god, just look around and like be here right now and stop being in your head. Exactly. It's like you're constantly worrying about like the next thing, like even to do with like the magazine. It's constantly like, okay, this is done. Like even sitting here now, I'm kind of like, okay, what do I have to do after I record yeah. this podcast? Do, do you know what I mean? It's like just be in the moment right now. Like enjoy sitting here having a great conversation with uh. a lovely person. <laughs> yeah, no, I, mean? I know exactly just, what you mean. That's, that's what it yeah. is like. Um, and like it teaches you all about that like and it's not like you're going to read this book and be like oh never again am I going to think in the future because certain times yeah. you do have to think about the future or certain times it is helpful to think about the past if it improves your present moment you know that kind of way and like it touches on that too but like if you can even 80% of the time be present like that's just uh, such a goal and like I find like like you said Amy like sometimes I find myself slipping yeah do you know what I mean I'm like oh my god I've been thinking about what's happening in nine months time for the last you know hour. yeah oh 100% like, and I yeah. haven't even I haven't been enjoying myself whatsoever like I was so bad for that when um I was going to France or when I was meant to be going on my Erasmus I'd constantly be like oh my god like so I need to do this for France I need to get this done for France and then sure it didn't even end yeah, up happening. So exactly. I wasted so much time wasted. Once thinking about something and about something that wasn't gonna happen. Like and like it's not like you need to prepare that much. You need to bring your clothes, you yeah. need to have accommodation, and you need to make sure your passport's in date. That's literally all you have to do. Like it's not 
and like people who do live in the present moment oh, are 100. happier there's nothing it's, it's, there's nothing to be feared in the present moment unless you're literally being like chased there's so few yeah, things literally. that actually exist right now in this second that we are scared of like most of the things we're like scared that, of don't exist right now they're in the past or in the future exactly and like i think the book covers that a good bit as well now it actually has been i think i read this in like yeah. july or something so it has been a while since i've read it but it, it covers that in the book i'm pretty sure about how like fear pretty much doesn't exist in the yeah. present moment as long as like like you said if you're not being chased or like something catastrophic isn't happening that second that like fear really doesn't yeah. exist in it. no and that is something that i think about all the time and i read it about a year ago and i still think about that all the time I always remind myself like fear does not exist in this present moment I'm sitting in my room like there's nothing threatening yeah. me right now so like why do I feel scared and it really helps to ground you I think I think it's really good if you have anxiety it's a really good book for people that yeah. suffer with that like it really helps to ground you you know some parts would say like look around and notice like the space in the room and stuff like that or like the silence in between the sound that's something that yeah. I like really I never noticed before, but like I really notice it now. Yeah, yeah. I think it's really good to ground That's you. So true. Exactly, because anxious people are usually living in the past or in yeah the future. Do you know what I mean? They're constantly worrying about something that just happened or something that happened five years ago or something yeah. that will happen. Do you know what I mean? That's usually well, anxiety is more to do with future focus, but so like for people with anxiety, it is oh, very 100%. helpful. So mm. you're dead right in because you it's it's like I said it's it's really hard to feel anxious in the present moment if you're living yeah just right now because there's actually yeah when you remind yourself so it's hard to be like I do that all the time now I remind myself all the time like there's nothing to fear right now like you're okay you're in your room you're safe you're at home you know exactly um I guess we'll move on to the last book is there any any other books you want to talk about Amy actually are you um well I mean I have about 20 million another I feel like yeah we might have to do a part two two. I'd love to talk about atomic habits but I might save it for another day yeah we might do this yeah that'd be lovely we might get together once a month and talk about (laughs) our books (laughs) um I guess the last one I'll just touch on really briefly is men are from Mars women are from Venus um I'm still reading at the moment but basically it's all to do with like how men and women are I guess you could say biologically made differently they're we're we're different kind of yeah we're wired differently so to say and when I first I saw so many people talk about this book and I was like that is god forgive me that is bullshit I literally I said absolutely not I was like because the way I was like perceiving it was like they're just trying to create a divide between men and women and that's literally not what we're meant to be doing like and I was like no but I was like okay everyone is talking about it like I'll just see what the crack is and I was also skeptical about it because it was a man Ah, was the author and I and I was like here now like how is he going to be able to about tell women, that women yeah. a certain way you know that kind of way um but I'm I'm about four or five chapters through and the man is talking yeah. sense like it just it, it just resonates with me so much that like how like I'll just for an example it's like um he calls that men are like Mr. Fixits or something and he's like that they just offer yeah. solutions like if they see problems whereas like women just like to talk and like vent their feelings they don't need someone to offer oh, them definitely. solutions yeah they just they just feel like they want to talk about yeah. it if that makes sense and that's there's like a this is just one example there's so many examples but like it's like um that's why men and women clash because 
men offer solutions but women reject the solutions because they don't actually yeah. need them they just want to vent about their problems and then men feel um unloved because women reject their solutions and it just it just makes oh my God, so much definitely. sense and it's not even yeah and it's not even to do with like romantic relationships obviously that's I suppose that's what people would automatically jump to when they think of like the start of a book and obviously it is going to be helpful for romantic relationships um between men and women but like it helps with like your yeah. friends it helps with like especially like I found like that it would be very helpful like with colleagues yeah like you know like if you were working in like a pub or something with someone it would you'd you'd understand men a yeah. bit more like I've been dying to read that. I'm still absolutely dying to read it yeah I, I think you should I think it actually is good and like I was so skeptical about it but like I actually so far so good anyway I would highly recommend yeah I'm di- I'm absolutely dying to read it like I've seen people talking about it and they talk about like how men want to go into their cave and like solve problems and like they need to be alone to think about exactly. it whereas the woman just wants yeah. to be close and just wants to talk about it like right there and then and like I was like oh my god that is every single relationship I've ever been in every friendship I've ever yeah, had with a man so like not even just relationships but I've loads of friends that are lads and like if we fell out over something I'd be like right we need to talk about it right now and they'd be like no like I I need to think about it and then oh yeah. it just like I've I haven't read the book but I've heard people talk about it and that is something that I've actually remembered just from hearing about it because I remember thinking yeah oh my god that is so accurate but it is it's so true like people like they shut themselves off and they have to think about it by themselves yeah. and like if if they want help yeah ask for it. that that was the, the huge thing whereas like women are kind of like they'd like jump in and be like oh I'll help yeah. you know like talk about your feelings and stuff and they don't want that yeah if that makes no. sense they just they want to start 100% out own. like I, I'm oh. definitely that's next on my list now I actually can't wait to read that yeah it's so good well so good so far five yeah. chapters in so um that's kind of all we want to talk about I definitely think we'll be doing maybe another yeah podcast <laughs> on because we're both always I'm so reading, like, we always have more things to talk yeah so many more and like I have like they I was all talking about them because they're like the only ones that I have like with me in yeah. Galway whereas like I have so many at home so I feel like if I was to just like maybe get my hands on them and have a quick flick mm. through them again that we could talk a few a bit, a bit more about a few more books yeah definitely so, I'd be up for it yeah sounds good so that's kind of all we have time for today and thank you all so much for listening into our podcast we hope you enjoyed it and thanks so much to Amy for coming on the podcast Thanks, Molly, today, for having so. me. <laughs> Bye. Bye. We, we're two women I, that can talk for Ireland. The fear of us. <laughs> <laughs>